Spin. Standby. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital broadcasting from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida, live. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest, Alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, in the studio with me. I got my crazy co-host this week, <laughs> Paulette Stout. Uh, she is a top equestrian in this area and beyond, works a uh, lot with the Gypsy Vanna horses. Going to be sharing some more of that with you on YouTube when I get aboard and get to ride uh, Gigi Oz, the wizard. Pretty excited about that, Paul. That's <laughs> lovely to have you with us. I'm going to start off just by um, a very serious and solemn mention this week, of course, is the anniversary of 9-11, a, uh, a very dramatic tragedy, a, a heartbreaking tragedy to everybody involved. I personally know people um, who lost family members and close friends in that tragedy. Very, very sad um, prayers and thoughts go out to all connected. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's something that America or the world will ever fully recover from. If I was allowed to air the Budweiser commercial that aired once uh, when the horse goes to the towers and, and bows mm -hmm. down, man, I've watched that several times today and cried every single time. Yes. It is an emotional day. Um, it was an interesting day in, uh, in Ocala, Marion County today um, because we had uh, quite a lot of, of wonderful projects we were involved in. The CEP, which is my day job at the uh, chamber, we fed the fearless today. Uh, we delivered 1,400 meals to fire departments in this area, and Super. I was really thrilled to be uh, part of that. Mojo's, Rondo, and all the other businesses that got involved locally, and that was absolutely fantastic. And then this afternoon, we unveiled the twinning horse. I, I can't even pronounce the Irish word, but the twinning horse here in Ocala, and the Irish word slate, I think it is slate, which means cheers which is very okay. appropriate for the Irish. Um, and uh, it was very, a very uh, neat ceremony unveiling this horse, which stands between the fire department and the police department on 8th Street. And it, um, it has been within the painting, it has things from Ireland, things from um, Ocala, things from Newbridge Island, which is our twin mm -hmm. city, mm -hmm. um, and something that, that we have the same. And then we have the American flag and the Irish flag on each side of the horse. Mm -hmm. And it's just phenomenal. And I love to see our city, our county, our fire, our police, and everybody there to celebrate wow. the twinning with the horse. It gives me goose pimples, actually. Yeah. I have goose pimples right now. Yeah. So, um, so that was really exciting. Great way to celebrate 9-11 today. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, and a real sad day for so many. So again, many prayers. That's when the world changed. It did. Alan stopped. Yes, Everybody stopped. sang the song. Yep. Yes, just uh, uh, this week, certainly a, a week that we think of all of those involved in. Actually, a horse friend of mine's husband 
was on the 89th floor in the elevator and a woman came to the elevator and there was not room for him and the woman and he stepped out and put the woman in and he lost his life and the people in the elevator survived and it was just a so when I think of that, it makes me there's just... There's so many stories that we'll never know about, know. all of them. It's, and um, even when, uh, you know, you go on Facebook or any kind of uh, media, you see all the, all the sacrifices, and they even mentioned about the dogs, which I didn't even think about it, but all those dogs that worked tirelessly for 12-hour shifts are gone. There was over, they said somewhere like over 300 dogs. I kept my T-shirt that has the dogs on it, and I'm... I have a lot of things that I had bought at that time that, that were memories of things that happened. And it's, so. uh, it, when I went to the, um, to the Freedom Tower that stands there now and I looked at the, mm -hmm. the names and the waterfall that they have there with the waters mm -hmm. cascading in, I had goose pimples from head to toe and mm -hmm. I couldn't help but cry and it was such mm -hmm. a long time ago but it'll never, it'll never fade in all of our memories so no. a, a tribute to that. Let's get back to the show, we've got uh, a lot. Actually, we've got some news. We've got uh, arthritis with Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith. We have fantastic opportunity to chat to Dolly DeCare, 83 years old, and she's an endurance rider. Incredible. And then rodeo teen uh, Kelly Harper, who was the first runner-up to Miss Teen Rodeo. Uh, Justin B. Long is going to be with us with Erica, uh, his wife, who's a veterinarian, and they are the people who worked on the famous horse Highway. Uh, who I'm super excited, apparently, I get to meat in the very near future. And then we have Yvonne Barteau from Horses Without Humans. She's going to be sharing with us another horse this week that they're going to try and get adopted. And then Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch on EPM. But let me run through a bit of news. Frontier Town, the state's newest Arendac campground, opened on June 28th with promises to be a unique world-class facility for traditional tent campers RVers and equestrians. <laughs> Guess who's not happy? The equestrians. <laughs> it's a lovely facility, but it's sort of like one of those things like when a non-horse person designs a horse statue and it doesn't really look like a horse. <laughs> well, apparently they must not have used that many um, horse experts because the equestrian campsites apparently are cramped. They're located in shadeless truck stop-like parking lots. <laughs> There's no fire pits for them to build campfires. They have to go down long stretches of blacktop road to get to the main trail. Um, part of the trail is stairs. Generally, wow. stairs aren't too <laughs> wide for horses. Four miles of trails is just not enough. Um, you they, can do that in five they, minutes. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. So um, they say it's a beautiful park and it's a lovely place to go, but it's not the best place for horse camping. So my thoughts are come to Ocala. We have Greenway. <laughs> we have lots of Greenway. We have the Florida Horse Park. We have lots of camping, lots of options. So come to Ocala. Mm -hmm. We might not have the peaks, but we've got the rest. No, no. Sadly, um, brothers ages 11 and 13 were thrown from a piece of horse-drawn farm equipment in uh, Minnesota. The younger boy apparently was run over and killed, very mm. sadly. Um, and they, they were thrown from it, actually a manure spreader being pulled by um, a team of horses. Wow. So very sad to hear that and, and lots of prayers out to, um, to uh, all of those connected mm. there. Officials at um, the Fédération Française d'Equitation released a statement saying that another eventer um, passed away very sadly on cross-country during the French Championship for Young Horses. Thais Moose died 
Um, she was uh, on a seven-year-old Save Francais gelding. Um, very sad, the horse, uh, the pair fell at fence number two and um, did claim her life. She was 22 years old. And um, just sad lately, it just seems like in eventing we have just had mm -hmm. too many way accidents. too many. Um, and um, she was doing very well. She was, you know, younger age mm -hmm. um, and um, just real tragic. So um, lots of prayers and thoughts there as mm -hmm. well. Switching it over to Keeneland, uh, $8.2 yeah, million dollars today. Unbelievable crazy, isn't, isn't it? Isn't that incredible? <laughs> $8.2 million for a horse today. Uh, just incredible. Um, uh, purchased by Whispering Hill here in Reddick, just up the road. So I guess we'll have an $8.2 million horse coming here rather soon. Um, just an incredible day and just, wow, absolutely mm. unbelievable, isn't it? When, mm -hmm. you, when, when, you, you, um, it. when you think about it. And lastly, on a up note, in Pennsylvania, a farm goose and miniature horse who were expectedly best friends and spent their days together <laughs> have found their forever home. Waffles, a six-year-old mini horse, and Hemingway, the goose, were rescued from the same farm in July with two peacocks and a dozen ducks. You can't make this <laughs> stuff up. The animals were living in filthy and sanitary conditions. They were reportedly inseparable. So they were hoping they would get adopted together. And apparently, uh, Waffles was recovering from an infection which made Hemingway extra protective, often honking and flapping his wings whenever the shelter <laughs> staff came to take care of them. And now the two have been adopted and um, going to their forever home. So I'm thrilled with that little piece of yeah. good news. Yeah. We gotta wrap it up. We have got uh, a segment coming up with Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith talking about arthritis. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton, Paulette Stout. We'll be back with you in a little bit. This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine oh, Hospital, like one of the top my, equine hospitals in the USA toilet. with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Talk Show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, and in the studio with me, I have Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith. And uh, just a quick funny mention, we covered Stringholt uh, last time, and, uh, and I actually forgot to mention that they've been doing some research on the fact that Botox might be helpful, and that research has been very interesting in reference to the Stringholt. So, you know, wrinkles and Stringholt, interesting. <laughs> you never know what you might hear next. We are going to talk about arthritis, a very unwelcome diagnosis for uh, horses, regardless of their discipline or occupation. Um, certainly something that is a concern to people with older horses, like myself. Uh, I'm going to let uh, Dr. Lynch tell us a little bit about this chronic inflammation. Uh, so arthritis is a cascade of events, uh, be it from injury or use or age, typically. 
and what happens is, uh, the unfortunate thing is, once you're born, that's all the cartilage you have in your life, uh, in your joints. And so anything that would damage that or turn the tide of um, healing, uh, healing the bone and the joint versus breaking down the joint, uh, will lead to osteoarthritis. So osteoarthritis is a combination of not only inflammation in the bone that supports the joint, but also, uh, unfortunately, the articular cartilage. The cartilage is um, uh, it's very tough, it's resilient, uh, it allows us to run and our joints glide and we don't grind bone on bone. Uh, so once something happens to the joint, uh, that would upset that balance of um, the homeostasis of the joint, more or less. Uh, then you have this cascade of events, unfortunately, through um, which try to destroy the joint through inflammation, which is our enemy. Uh, as you can imagine, horses that run fast or twist and turn, uh, again, they can get arthritis um, in any joint. But there's certain joints, mostly the high motion joints, which are like the fetlock, uh, the carpus, uh, and then the stifle, uh, seem to be high motion joints, which seem to be prone to developing osteoarthritis. On the same hand, there's something called low motion joints, typical joints like the passion joint, uh, the, the lower hock joints, seem to be small, low motion joints that just kind of go back and forth, are also prone to a certain type of osteoarthritis, and they can make your horse just as lame. So uh, it becomes important to know the difference, uh, high motion, low motion joint arthritis, because the treatments are different um, most of the treatments in horses are to alleviate pain, similar to people. Uh, you want quality of life and mm -hmm. be able to do your job mm -hmm. and get up and walk around. Right? Right. So, of course, uh, there's many uh, modalities that people try from physical therapy to heat and um, you know, electrostim and things like that. Or then you get into the direct joint treatments themselves, which vary uh, and or then eventually, unfortunately, knee replacement or joint replacement hip. Uh, so can't do those in the horse. So we try to concentrate on uh, having uh, pain control and then trying to uh, control uh, as best we can inflammation. You're trying to stop this freight train inflammation by using certain drugs in the joints and they can vary uh, depending on if you have a high motion joint or a low motion joint. Lots of steroids in any joint is not good. Uh, we know that, we've proven that years and years. Uh, so, but some steroids in, in e either of those joints can be quite helpful and actually protective in a way. They alleviate pain, they, they reduce inflammation tremendously, so hopefully the joint can reestablish its normal environment and try to at least limit damage to the cartilage in the joint itself uh, and not uh, try to uh, speed up the process of, of osteoarthritis or destruction of the joint. Mostly what we use in horses is steroids, usually short acting steroids with short onset and short duration. To some horses get a little longer duration steroid, uh, which you can use more typically in the low motion joints uh, to try to, you know, again, control uh, inflammation. We're not as worried about the low motion joints saving them, um, but we want to not have the horse be lame or painful. There's lots of other things that have come on the market again in the last five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, hyaluronic acid has been around for 40 years now. 
interesting. Um, Another one that women use on their skin, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> uh, so you can use it in the joints, and it's truly, you make your own hyaluronic acid in your joint. That's kind of the oil of the joint. It's a lubrication, and it's a viscoelastic. It makes, lets the joint do what it can do, and hopefully save the cartilage. Cartilage is very tough and very um, uh, resilient. Uh, but unfortunately, it has no nerves and has no blood supply. So once it gets damaged, it's really hard to, uh, it won't repair itself. There's a few methods that it tries to, you know, make this repair tissue. And that's the unfortunate problem. Uh, horses are actually a great model for arthritis for humans. Uh, humans have a huge problem with arthritis, right? So HA has been used in combination with steroids or other things. And that is an injection, the hyaluronic yeah, an And injection how often do they have to have that one? It depends on the on nature the or what joint you're drawing. Uh, you try not to inject young horses. Uh, they don't really need it quite, I don't think. Uh, it depends on what they do and what's on their schedule and um, where they're trying to make all their money. Mm -hmm. uh, so lots of times horses will get HA or steroids in their hawks, say, or things like that. But again, it's it's a it's a veterinarian choice of what's uh, best for that joint mm -hmm. and or what's the best for that horse. There's also some other things. PRP has been put in the joint, which is platelet-rich plasma. Mm -hmm. um, Platelet-poor plasma has actually been put in there. There's all sorts of other um, joint uh, compounds now that are coming out, Noltrex. Um, there's Prostride, which is a form of uh, interleukin beta. Uh, one receptor antagonist, which means it's a lot of it, it has a certain protein in there that'll block the receptors for certain destructive enzymes that, really? will, you know, that will destroy the joint or destroy cartilage. So we have raised or we take the horse's blood, condition it so it makes this protein, and then you put that back in the joint. You're, you're, it's biological warfare is what you're doing and trying to block this and it's another way of hopefully helping the joint without using steroids and that way you can kind of stretch out the steroid treatments uh, again you do you know it depends on the horse you know some horses might get their hocks done once a year twice a year those types of things I think it should be more based on lameness mm -hmm. and not so much because it's that time or everybody else in the barn is doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't go to the orthopedic guy and get your knees done just because you know it's that time, right? right no. uh, hopefully you'd be lame or you'd be painful to do it. Uh, right. Yeah, to do it. So, because it's not without risk. Um, as far as uh, the biggest risks are not working, infection is a big risk. Again, horses are covered with hair and they live in manure. Mm -hmm. So it's you know you're poking a hole in the horse. Um, so HA steroids, there's all sorts of these now. Um, stem cells have been tried to try to uh, recreate an environment that uh, they grow cartilage. It's it's almost the, uh, a pipe dream. Uh, it's not been it's helpful, but it's not. Nobody's ever come back with uh, a way to grow cartilage in your body, right, or in your joints. If that was true, we we wouldn't have we wouldn't have arthritis anymore. <laughs> Uh, so it's uh, it's a varied, and it depends on what the horse is doing, all sorts of things that can help control bone inflammation, uh, control the joint environment as best you can. Adequan, uh, which is a polysulfated glycosaminoglycan, it's one of the building blocks of articular cartilage. So you're giving the horse in the muscle um, that building block, uh, and it's been around for probably longer, 40 years, 50 years maybe. Uh, it's been a very useful, helpful uh, drug for the horse. 
oral, any oral uh, supplements are always questionable. Uh, glucosamine seems to be the best in the horse that's been worked out, that once they eat it, it actually truly gets into the joints. So it's a, it's a kind of a way, a multi-front of trying to treat this inflammation uh, and trying to get it under control, trying to manage the horse's pain. Can't forget, you know, non-steroidals like bute and banamine, useful but not in large amounts right. and for very long. Right. Uh, so it's it's always good to be having a horse with good conformation. That's a good place to that's start. That's a good place to start. Uh, yes. that, so the joints are relatively normal and normal loads in, uh, in place. And then some horses, I mean, they truly, you know, they need help, especially at, you know, when, depending on what they're doing, their competitions that they're at. Uh, you know, some of those, you know, high uh, competition horses need help. And, but, you know, everything should be taken into consideration. What's the best route? What's wrong with the horse, right? You got to have an accurate diagnosis. Right. And then you can kind of tailor your plan there and trying to hope and limit uh, steroids. But there's all sorts of other things that you can put in your toolbox to help the horse out and get over this inflammation and hopefully, you know, combat the disease really truly is what it is. It's, it's a, it can be a crippling disease in a lot of horses and people, right? Yes, absolutely. Ever see any young horses with arthritis? Yeah, you, you can. Uh, like the foals that we were talking about before, they get tarsal crush or cuboidal crush. So now they, instead of having normal bones, they're crushed. And so what happens with that? Well, now you got an abnormal joint. They get pretty bad arthritis. Uh, the fortunate thing is a lot of them, it looks terrible in raingrass, but uh, they'll heal and they're they're solid. Uh, they may not make good athletes, but uh, their joints are now uh, pain-free, right? So it's kind of those things that uh, you always want to make sure that you're doing the best for the horse by picking the right treatment, having the right diagnosis, getting to the right joint, getting it in there, right? And there can be many ways to do that. Not only just injections, but there's all sorts of transdermal things. Uh, Surpass is a, is a as a drug that people rub on that's it's basically um, uh, a non-steroidal that goes through their skin. Uh, so all those types of things can be kind of used. Uh, people are using laser now. There's several nice lasers out there, cold lasers. Um, there's shockwave, similar. They do help with pain, bone pain. Um, rehab has always been useful. Right. It depends on what the horse is there for. and. Um, should it go into the water treadmill or should it go into a leg spa, cold? Ice is your best friend still, uh, especially after you work and, and right. you know you cool down the joints and things like that. So there can be many, many ways to try to combat osteoarthritis in the horse. Dr. Tim Lynch, that was amazing. Makes me want to be a horse. <laughs> Makes me want to be a patient at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital too. <laughs> not just my horse wow lots of options the best thing you can do uh, of course is get one of their veterinarians uh, dr tim lynch uh, is their expert in that uh, area for sure and to get uh, the veterinarian out there to do an exam and to actually pinpoint the area that is causing the problem make sure you're treating the right thing and then of course you've got all sorts of options uh, wonderful medical science and research uh, that's gone into being able to make the horse as comfortable as possible being able to uh, allow the horse to continue with its career as long as possible and uh, and obviously have a, a very happy life I like the rehab and the water treadmill myself sounds good uh, like a nice break for the horse and a rest uh, thank you dr. Lynch that was really uh, super informative on arthritis in the horse I'm Louisa Barton for the horse talk show
This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. and Smith Equine Hospital Broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with me, my co-host Paulette Stout, top equestrian and a great co-host she is as well. <laughs> and it is a real honor to introduce to you somebody joining us by phone today who I would love to meet in person because I would like to be like her when I grow up. And that is top endurance rider, Dolly DeCare. Dolly, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's lovely to have you, uh, to have you with us. You've accomplished so much. I've read your life story. Um, tell our listeners how you got started in, in horse riding. Your story is amazing. Well, how I got started. To be honest, I don't know. I, th I was born with a love for horses. I, I just, I don't understand it. I've loved them all my life. Um, got my first one. You probably read that account when I was 13. Anyway, how I started my uh, endurance career, I moved to San Jose, California after going through a, a divorce and just to get away and got married and lived in the beautiful Almaden Valley in California. And I was blessed to uh, find out I moved across the street from a very famous man. His name was Earl Norton. Anyone would like to Google him? He won the Great American Horse Race in 1976. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, it was, I just fell in love with him. He was the most unique man. And I started riding his horses. He would get crazy ones that people uh, would have given up on for various problems. And uh, in fact, they used to tease my husband that they thought he had a high insurance policy out on me. Because <laughs> they either made it and he made something of them or else uh, they just went wherever happened. And uh, I don't know. then. I, I got my first one, my husband took me with him, and I got my first one then for our third anniversary. Aww. <laughs> and then I got my famous stallion. Uh, Wazir's Karate, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he holds the record of the winningest stallion in endurance history. I, I no. doubt really if there will be another stallion that will ever catch his record. There's more horses that have won more rides, but not uh, stallions. And I was hampered in what I was able to do because, as we all know, it, 
money to do stuff. Yes, it does. You're not kidding. <laughs> yes, he's called the greatest, the greatest U.S. endurance racing stallion that ever lived and yeah. had a remarkable owner and rider. Was he an, Ar an Arabian? <laughs> yes. Was he? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, she got him at five, copper-colored chestnut Arabian stallion with a long mane and tail and an athletic wow. physique. Yes. A real fearless horse. The two of them fearless. So Dolly got her name because she was born premature and she was so tiny. <laughs> and she's tiny yeah. and fierce, aren't you, Dolly? <laughs> she never had the money for lessons, so she just got on and no. rode. And well, you know, back in those days, really, there wasn't anybody that I knew, you know, that had lessons. Uh, we just rode. Yeah. I remember sneaking out of my bedroom window many a night to ride neighbor, neighbor's horses down the road. The most I can remember walking five miles up a wayroad track with just baling twine. The place had 200 <laughs> acres. They boarded horses. I'd just get on any one I could catch. Yeah. Uh, whatever one let me catch them and ride them around. The mm -hmm. 200 acres and walk the railroad tracks back home. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's just incredible. And, and Dolly, do you, I normally don't ask a lady her age, but I really want our listeners to know how old you are. Well, everybody knows now. <laughs> <laughs> are you really 83? Yeah, 83. That's absolutely amazing right and you're still doing endurance she's still riding she she's 83 and she has 100 top 10 endurance race finishes including a second place finish at age 65 in the world-renowned 100 mile tennis cup wow. yeah and i broke my leg the year before and she <laughs> broke her leg and you have hip replacements right i've had i have two hips and a, and a battery in my back <sighs> Wow. Incredible, right? That isn't, that isn't doing a heck of a lot. <laughs> no. So talk a little bit about um, teaching yourself to ride. So you, you couldn't take lessons, so you jumped on, and you and were you never you were never afraid? No. Uh, you know, no, I don't know why not. I, I, I jokingly tell people because I've had so many different well, when you ride, people who say I've never been bucked off or I've never been hurt, I told them they just don't ride enough. Yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> my, I rode a bicycle once, and the brakes went out down a steep hill, and I mean, I took a heck of a, I mean, my knees and my hands were hamburger. I never rode bikes anymore. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Amazing. And in but the, I just in, never, for some reason, I just never uh, had fear of that. So in the last 40 years, you've raced roughly 7,500 miles. That's yes, amazing. Yes, in all honesty, I'm very humbled you'd even interview because, again, that, that small mileage in the, in the endurance community, community uh, and I'll tell you this, a lot of criticism in, in endurance, you have those who just want to complete, and I have no problem with that at all. That's the beauty of endurance riding. There's a place for everybody. And I had limited funds. I fell in love with stallions many, many years ago. I, I saw the very first one 
maybe when I was 12, that it was an American saddlebred stallion, and he took my breath away. And I thought, man, someday I want one. And so I opted. I know I could not uh, get the stallion award of the year, the Jim Jones, which is very wonderful with the most miles. You can come in last. I'm not knocking that again, don't get me wrong. But I opted to, because uh, I'm a high-energy person, I just wanted to do the best I could. So knowing I could not acquire thousands and thousands of miles, I went out on each ride to do the very best I can. And I always went prepared. I never, I don't feel I ever asked a horse to do something that I hadn't, you know, prepared him to do. Just amazing, really, just an incredible. As I read your life story and I read about your accomplishments and, and your amazing stallion, and, and I'm going to talk some more when we come back. We have to break here in a couple of minutes, but um, okay. I want to talk a little bit with you when we I come I love your back. accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I always look at your pictures and wow, she's pretty, but I love your accent. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dolly. That's really sweet of you. Um, you that's a lovely compliment um, but you you really are a superstar and to hear you say that you're just humbled that I would want to talk to you when I read your story um, in the in the in the magazine article I saw on Facebook I said what an incredible lady those are the kind of people we like to yeah. interview on this show yeah. because you know your accomplishments she's a, she's are a, outstanding she's a century writer yes she is and she's and mm -hmm. yes and 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 what I want to talk when we when we come back I want to talk a little bit about um, some of your your the stallions that your stallion sired, and um, and talk a little bit about the about the future and kind of what they're you know going to be okay. doing. But um, but we'll do that in the very next segment. But I think it's just super exciting to have somebody uh, of your age mm -hmm. still accomplishing and to have achieved so much and to have had mm -hmm. the best stallion in mm -hmm. endurance is such a uh, it's wonderful. It makes me think of like the Queen of England. You know, she's still riding at at like ninety. You know, and yeah, and, and yeah. I love that because I think that's mm -hmm. me one day. I'm still going to be on horseback yeah. at ninety. No one's mm -hmm. going to stop me. And uh, mm -hmm. and oh, I'm, yeah, and I'm, I take uh, a lot of flack because I do too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you never hear the end of it. But uh, no. But, but it's such an incredible thing to still be able to do. And you know, my mom has always said that if you keep riding, you'll always be able to keep riding. Yes. If you keep swinging your leg over yes. and yeah. making yourself do it, you'll always be able to yep. do it. You and don't it's so stop. true. It's, it's mm -hmm. the stopping that then it becomes mm -hmm. difficult, you know, but uh, but I don't see Dolly in the rocking chair on the porch too much, so. <laughs> Dolly, uh, we are going to uh, go to okay. break for just a few minutes. I'm just going to ask you if you'll just uh, hold on with us and we'll be right back and uh, wrap it up and hear a little bit more about your incredible life and accomplishments in endurance and on horseback. Right. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a minute. I'm Louisa Barton and Paulette Stout. Stay with us. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Equisin. 
When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Paulette Stout, my co-host. And we have a wonderful guest on the phone um, that I'm so excited to have with us, and that's uh, Dolly DeCare. And we've been chatting to her a little bit about endurance racing, her amazing start, just mm. jumping on horses with no riding lessons and no fear and uh, teaching herself and, uh, and, and accomplishing amazing things, yeah. having the most winningest stallion in endurance. Um, and, and actually, uh, Karate's last finish was 1992. He completed 54 of his 55 races, a major achievement considering races like the Tevis Cup have roughly a 50% dropout rate. Wow. So together, DeCare and Karate had 30 wins with 21 Best Condition Awards. Um, they were in prestigious 50, 100 mile races and Karate won the North American Championship at Swanton, Swanton Pacific Riding, if I can say this, against the famous world champion horse Rio and Dolly rode with broken ribs. <laughs> Dolly, tell us about that. Well, <laughs> uh, yes, and I had the interesting thing I had I had uh, ran a North American 50-mile championship ride. I think that was the week or so before that. And racing to the finish line, we did the splits in the mud puddle because I was trying to not ride any faster than I had to to keep ahead uh, because I knew I had this other one. I can't remember if it was the week, the next week or the next week. But Becky is a fabulous rider. Her horse is He has a record. But in all honesty, he never beat karate. And every one we went, we went. I take that as what a great horse he was. Mm -hmm. But in the Swanton 100, I had broken my ribs uh, a few weeks before. And we in karate and Rio, with, with the vet checks, you have to meet a pulse and respiration before you're let loose to go on. And they've always PNR'd, we call it, out real close together. And the last vet check, we had to climb a long hill. It was called Powerhouse Grade. And Becky got off to walk. And I said to myself, well, if I don't get off and walk, I'm handing her the race on a silver platter. Because when they, when they take the pulse and respiration at the hill, top of the hill, she's going to be down, not carrying any weight. So I... I walked uh, up that hill. I still have no idea how I did it because every breath I took was like my lungs were on fire. Oh, but it was imagine. a very exciting race because uh, then at the top you come across the big meadow. Another one we did was a, I think it was a hundred mile uh, Fort Churchill ride and uh, it was in the dark and uh, somebody had taken ribbons off the trail at the very last vet check, which they did then like five miles from the finish line, there was a group gathered. They all knew there, there was going to be this race to the finish line. And we, well, we PNR'd out the same time and away we went. We got out there in the middle of the desert. 
not a clue where to go. Blow bars all down. No. The ride manager sent his son to go out and find us. He finds us, leads us through the, the desert trail, and we hit a gravel road because the ride started at a very famous writer years ago named Cliff Lewis. And this was the weirdest, most exciting sensation because running, you couldn't see a thing. There was no moon. And running full blast down a gravel road, uh, it's weird because you can't see anything, but you get motion sickness. But that, wow. that was pretty exciting. That is exciting. Now talk about karate has sired more than 20 top 10 endurance horses. Um, that's pretty exciting. And you've even rode his most winning son, um, Amadeus, right? Yes, yes. He, ha he's won, he went, ran, won quite a few rides too. All of, the, all of the, I had four sons out of them, all of them, but the one I have now have their Tevis buckle too. I, mine doesn't now because I knew once I left there back, it's a long story. My husband's illnesses and different thing. I wouldn't be able to uh, go back there. Um, the thing, so I know what he produces. I will say this. I, uh, so, uh, to me, the most inheritable trait a horse can pass on is athletic ability. Mm -hmm. But I also have, and I just said this the other day, uh, you can breed to the best horse in the world, but it does take two because uh, you can sell that horse and if someone doesn't put the time and the effort and the work into making a good horse, it just won't happen. It just, you just can't buy a good horse or breed for that and it's going to magically happen. It's amazing. I worked hard to prove my horses. Yes. Uh, I'm sure ability. Well, I'm going to snag a little piece here out of the um, story that was on Facebook that I read. And, uh, and there was a, a rider, Wendy Lumbert, an endurance rider in California. And she said the amazing thing about Dolly is her perseverance. She works through the pain, the loneliness, and the brutal work of conditioning horses in cold winters and hot summers. Her love of horses and endurance racing carries her through. You have a real living legend there in Central Oregon with Dolly, 83 and still racing her stallion on 25-mile rides. Amazing. And then she recalls riding her best horse near Smith Rock with Dolly, who was riding Amadeus. And she says, Dolly was trotting along about 18 miles an hour. My horse was galloping so fast, the wind in my eyes made them <laughs> fill with tears. But he wasn't catching up. Dolly turned her head and yelled back at me, do you want to canter now? I laughed so hard I nearly fell off and yelled back, you go ahead, Dolly. And they took off like being shot out of a cannon. Oh, yeah. And that just makes me yeah. just grin yeah, like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> I know. Well, what an, incredible, uh, what an incredible legacy you certainly are in the world of endurance and what incredible accomplishments you've made. And uh, even, uh, uh, even with hip replacements and injuries and back surgeries, uh, she's still out there competing and, uh, and, uh, and doing so such an incredible job. Dolly, did you learn the um, how to condition your horse just by doing, or did anybody teach you how to do it? Well, like I said, I, I worked with the, the fellow who I moved across the street from, that Earl Norton. I will say the big change that has taken place in endurance riding is when, when I started, even back there in the early 80s or mid-80s, um, 
we tended, I think, now to over-condition our horses. Mm-hmm. We used to think they had to look, you know, like greyhounds. Oh, man, in fact, the fellow I bought, I've repeated this many a time, uh, that I got karate from when he was five, um, and he had 10 Tevis buckles and 20 riding tie buckles, but he always rode to finish. And he bought karate when he was two. When he was five, he was going to sell him. He had another fellow interested, but he knew he would cut him. And he knew I wouldn't because I had already fallen in love with stallions in the boarding stable where we worked. That's kind of where I, what I did to help make up uh, uh, rent and other things was ride other people's stallions at the, at the boarding stables, some that they were afraid of. But... He jokingly said to me, I'd ride the piss out of him, but he wouldn't want for a sit at home. <laughs> and that's kind of what we did back in the old days. Uh, we don't do that anymore. Usually if you ride, my recommendation is if you do one long ride a week, uh, I'd say, and I'd call long for conditioning, 15, 25 miles, and maybe uh, another 10 twice through the week it's more than enough because once a horse is in shape they they keep their shape very very I've, well I in know fact, that even uh, in quarter horse racing I think racing. back then we, we overrode him yeah. goodness knows what in poor karate he was blessed to have me on the days we overrode him did <laughs> he you, sure was Dolly did you ever did you ever use um, uh, heart monitors and stuff no not when I, I had I had no heart monitor um, when I rode him, um, they did. We just didn't have heart monitors back then. Um, Dolly, uh, I gotta now, tell you, I, Dolly, I gotta tell you, I, I, I hate that we're at the end of this, coming up at the end of this segment already, because okay. I, I could talk to you for like three hours, and I hope <laughs> if you're ever in Ocala, Florida, you'll come and visit us, because we well, certainly thank would. Thank you so much for thinking I was worthy of an interview. Oh. Like I said, I'm. I'm really small potatoes in the world. You're really not. So you're really <laughs> big potatoes to us. I can just tell you, you're really a big deal to us, and uh, you're a, you're a, you're an inspiration. And uh, in a last the final word, I want to thank Dolly um, for being with us. But I just want to say that she says, "I ride to escape this world. I ride to find peace with myself, and I ride to feel free, and I ride to feel strong." And that's why she does it now. And I love it. Dolly, you're awesome. Thank you for being on the Horse Talk Thank Show you. with us. Thank you, Louise. Yes, it's an absolute pleasure. And please stay in touch with us. Okay, I will. Thank you so much. Dolly DeCare, an incredible example, an 83-year-old wow. woman going strong. What an honor to have her on the show. And coming up next, the opposite end of the spectrum. We get to have a teenager and a rodeo teenager who's the first runner-up for Miss Teen Rodeo. Can't wait to talk to Kelly Harper again on the show. Stay with us. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This show is sponsored in part right. by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus our hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. 
Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of old right. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. In the studio with me, I have my co-host, Paulette Stout. And joining us, special guest, lovely to have her back on the show, Kelly Harper. Very excited to congratulate her on a very exciting, actually, first place in horsemanship, which is what matters to us of course <laughs> and then first runner-up in beauty which is hard to even imagine and also the photogenic winner right yes first place so welcome back it's lovely to have you with us you're such a uh, inspiration to all of us in all of what you do but um, tell us about how you got started in rodeo I know you've been doing it for a long time <laughs> so I actually started competing in pageants when I was eight years old uh, some of the uh, association members from the Miss Rodeo Florida Association had come up to me at a rodeo once and was telling me all about the pageant and being that I love rodeo so much I just really I thought it'd be a great opportunity for me to teach others about it and uh, get more involved in it so I started competing when I was nine eight nine years old um, for the title of Miss Rodeo Florida Sweetheart and I had won and then from there I went on to become Miss Rodeo Florida Princess and that was the last time I was on your show that was back in 2017. Gosh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and then just recently I ran for Miss Teen Rodeo Florida and like you you were saying got first runner-up in one horsemanship and photogenic. Yes incredible so what part of it do you enjoy the most? Do you enjoy the horses the most? <laughs> definitely um, for the pageant wise I definitely enjoy horsemanship it is definitely my favorite thing I uh, show horses a lot in, in my personal life and it's something that I really enjoy I enjoy working with horses and everything that has to do with it and so that's definitely my favorite part of the pageant now what do you feel like as um, uh, so you're you're going to be an example obviously to others younger and there's there's got to be uh, girls now eight and nine years old coming up who want to be mm -hmm. like you when they grow up um, what kind of example how do you how do you set an example for those younger kids on this kind of a difficult world to grow up in mm -hmm. in, in many ways and actually mm -hmm. I think that the horse my mum always said the horses kept us out of trouble and they really definitely. did um, <laughs> definitely you're so busy I mean I wake yeah. up early got to feed them and then I go and ride them and so it definitely keeps me out of trouble <laughs> yeah that's true how can you set a good example for for those those kids coming up now and kind of help them to go in the right direction um, well, I, uh, I speak with a lot of kids doing in the rodeo queen world. I'm always introducing myself to them, especially at the rodeo. It's something uh, I'm always trying to spread the Western way of life and, and bring them up into it. So to be a good example, I, I, I think horses, like we were saying earlier, definitely keeps you out of trouble. Um, so I think they're just a great way to keep, to keep people growing up. They are. It's a lot of hard work, right? Yes, I mean, is. it's uh, and we we actually have some photos up here. We're going to show you uh, now. She's really uh, uh, Kelly's <laughs> a very accomplished rider, as you can see. Um, uh, Paulette, I know you. Yeah. You, good eye for that. Uh, <laughs> beautiful horse. Who is so this? That, that is. That's my personal horse. His registered name is Ida Plato. We call him Plato. Um, he's. I bought him in June of last year, so I've been showing him for the past year, and he's he's awesome. I, I go. He's gorgeous. And, thank you. He's in he's in training with Mark and Shannon Rapist at a Citra. Oh. Yes, I ride with I ride him with Mark and Shannon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know she, she was yes, on here uh, was. recently, but he's up in training there, so I try and go ride at least twice a week. And so that's your main event is raining. Yes, I mainly show in raining. Mm -hmm. That's 
amazing. Yeah, they were just on the show when they uh -huh. were, um, where were they? Yes, they mm -hmm. were in Vegas. That's right. Yeah, it's awesome right there. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm really curious about this because this, you, you graduated with a 4.68 GPA. I'm still a senior, so I haven't graduated yet, but that's my current that's GPA. That's my current GPA, yes. <laughs> okay, so how do you do that? I <laughs> How do you manage all of this? And your mother must adore it's, you. It's, it's hard. Um, I take a lot of weighted classes. I currently, since I'm a senior, I've finished most of my credits because I took a lot of advanced classes and uh, was ahead in my, ahead in my schooling. Uh, throughout high school but so currently I have three classes all of which are weighted at the high school and then I also dual enroll through this uh, Central Florida CF sorry um, and I am taking two online classes in there which are also weighted so all of these are weighted on a 5.0 scale which helped boost my GPA oh, so wow. But it's hard. A lot different than when we went to school. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I'm gone <laughs> every weekend it. for shows. You know, last weekend I had the, the Rodeo Queen, Miss Rodeo Florida pageant. And this weekend I leave tomorrow for Perry for the Southeastern Regional Championships. And then the I free the next weekend. And then the weekend after that, I'm, I'm gone again and I go to Ohio. So I stay pretty busy. <laughs> I don't know how you keep up with it all and have good grades. Yeah. Yeah. And be enrolled in college as well. Yeah, it's pretty, it's hard. But uh, I'm good at time management and keep myself pretty organized. So I make it work. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. So talk a little bit about the horsemanship part of it. So what what you have to do and accomplish to win that. You won that. Congratulations. That's thank amazing. you. Thank you. Uh, for the horsemanship, we do have uh, what's called rail work. So we go around the rail and they tell us, you know, what to do, walk, trot, canter. Uh, we do have to drop our stirrups as well. And then after that, we do a flag run. And then we go and do our pattern. So we have a set pattern that is taken from the AQHA rule book mm -hmm. that we do at the, th at the pageant and then we also do a queen's run and it's all based on a score sheet and it's all added together whoever has the highest score gets the horsemanship award and, and that's what I got so that's amazing now how many people compete in that uh, there was there was four people in my division and we had some it was pretty good competition I mean it's a statewide it's a statewide pageant yeah. so it's yeah. we're limited on the amount of people girls that come in which are always welcoming more and more people to join I think it's a it's a great association um, but we had some tough competition this year I think the association has really grown in the past eight years that I've in it so that's it's absolutely awesome. amazing gosh incredible to have accomplished so much so so with your family how do you balance that do you still have time with with the family <sighs> well it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard I'm, I'm I'm gone a lot um, but they usually come with me to all of my shows so it's it's a good time to, to spend with them because I'm kind of stuck with them in a hotel for the, all these weekends um, but while I'm home it's I'm usually gone like I said I go and it's an hour drive up to, to my trainer so I'm always there and then and then I have school and I'm also on the weightlifting team so I spend a lot of time <laughs> I spend a lot of time in the gym too um, so I keep myself pretty busy that's amazing absolutely is this, is this your first um, actual queen contest? No, I've I've been doing it since I was eight. I ran for sweetheart, and then I and then I ran for princess, and then so this is my my so, third title. But mostly rodeo. Not your, will you be doing the Congress Queen? <sighs> no, I had considered it in the past, um, but I'm so busy, and you know that thing up in Ohio, which is so top of hard. your top <laughs> of your bucket list. Last question: What do you want to accomplish? Well, I will be heading to the All-American Quarter Horse Congress at the beginning of October, and so last year I went run two reserve championships, and this year I am hoping to get a championship in the youth, so fingers crossed for that that I show very good, and, and hope, hope we'll see. Maybe I'll go to, I actually just came from the World Show last last month, and so we're hopefully going to make it again this year, and hopefully, or next year actually, um, hopefully we'll see. Maybe I can be a world champion, but it, it's hard. It's definitely a lot of competition yeah. out there. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Well, congratulations. First runner-up, that's absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, winning the photogenic, winning the horsemanship, which 
Uh, that's incredible and all that you've accomplished and I know you're going to go on and watch you accomplish so much more I've been keeping an eye on you for a couple of years and you've grown up a lot yes uh, but congratulations thank you keep doing what you're doing you're an incredible example yes, to absolutely to kids younger kids yes. coming up that you know want to be like you when they grow up I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> well, the, the pageants are so great because they have you did you do any public speaking which you obviously oh, yes, do. Of course. I mean, you have to do mm -hmm. a lot of things yes. for that so it's not just about your horsemanship, mm -hmm. but you've got to really represent yourself well. Yes. There's a lot of training mm -hmm. to it. Horsemanship is a big part of the, the score sheet, but we also we have speech, we have impromptu questions. I had a personal interview as well as a horsemanship interview. Um, mm -hmm. So That's why she's so good at this. Yes. <laughs> so I, I've been through this a lot. <laughs> you've got to be on your toes. Mm -hmm. Kelly, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck to you. Thank you so much for Thank being you. with Thank us on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yep. we got to go to break. Uh, wonderful to have Kelly with us and uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, example for young kids coming up in the rodeo world and we wish her all the best and hope she wins in October so we'll be keeping an eye and sharing that on all of our social media we got to go to break on the horse talk show presented in this segment by Palm Chevrolet we'll be right back I'm Louisa Barton this show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa committed to providing the best most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second to none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. 
Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. This show is brought to you in part by Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tax Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, in the studio with me. I have my co-host and top equestrian, Paulette Stout. I call her Crazy Paulette. <laughs> and joining us, we have a couple of special guests in the studio. Uh, Justin B. Long, welcome to the show. Thank you. And Erica Laka, DVM. And they have got a very wonderful story that actually we've talked about a number of times on the show uh, and shared a little bit about the horse Highway, um, who's become quite famous. And uh, I'm going to let Erica take it away and tell us Highway's story. Well, uh, last November? November. Last November. Uh, we were feeding the horses, and it was about you know 6:45 feeding time for horses when they start screaming at you. <laughs> and my phone started ringing, and as a veterinarian, you know when your phone starts ringing at 6:45, somebody's found something <laughs> yeah. at that time, right? <laughs> yes. So the phone kept ringing, kept ringing, and uh, you know we we were down feeding. I could hear it, and I was like, literally, give me two seconds. I just got to dump feed because you know how it goes when you don't give them the feed. They're they're all upset. So get on the phone, and it's um it's the sheriff, and I was like. That's weird. They don't normally call me at 6.45. And as the sun had come up, someone had found a horse on I-75 down at I the um, Micanopy exit. And he said the horse is okay. He's alive. I don't think he has any broken bones, but he's got some pretty significant injuries. So Bless him. Yeah. He's like, I, if I go get the horse trailer, like, I got to go back. I gotta, can you guys just bring the horse trailer? I need you here anyways. So can you guys bring the truck and trailer and the vet truck and see what we got? So we got there and we found highway <laughs> so we found a, a black horse on the side of the interstate uh, trying to figure out his story through the day while we were trying to also determine the extent of his wounds which were bad and that we needed to do emergency surgery on him but did he have an owner you know what was the deal here um, in the process the the posts that the sheriff had done and the posts that we had done had gone a little bit viral on Facebook uh, so we didn't have an answer from an owner and we needed to make some decisions. So between the sheriff's office and us, we said, well, we can at least get him into surgery. So we rushed him down to Equine Medical Center uh, in Ocala for them to do the surgery that needed doing while we started a GoFundMe. And the outpouring from the public was amazing on that GoFundMe. So we it was got like ten, over ten thousand dollars. We it? actually stopped wow. it at ten thousand because we were like, "Whoa, guys! Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Thank you very much, but let's see how he does, right?" Mm -hmm. So we stopped it, but he um, he made it through surgery. He came back to us. He was in hiding at our house. So he had gravel, didn't he? In his he knee? had uh, asphalt chunks in both of his knees. Like at so surgery trailer. Now the crazy part about this is he was on the trailer ride to be euthanized, correct? He was. So all that's going on, and the sheriff is working on figuring out where did this horse come from. Um, through the day, several people 
came forward that were previous owners, so we found out who his original owner was. Sometime on Saturday, the sheriff found that out, and the story was that he was essentially unrideable. He, his, he was a little bit, you know, he's a little bit mental. We all know those horses, right? Um, and his owner had determined that he was dangerous, and so she gave him to someone who promised he would be euthanized, and the way that happened was he ended up on a trailer for slaughter. Um, luckily, the trailer door came open, highway got out, and he's a black horse. It was about four in the morning, as best we can tell, when he got out, and he managed to hide out on the side of the interstate until daylight came. And so he made some life-saving decisions. It's yeah. unbelievable yeah. when you think about it. You know, it really yeah. does. He fell out of the trailer and he didn't die. And he was found, and, and, and he ended up with them. But nobody <laughs> saw him fall out? It was Nobody actually morning, saw guess. him fall out of the trailer. There was a semi-driver who came forward to the sheriff and said, I flashed my lights at someone that the back of the trailer was open. That person, that's who had him. They pulled over. By the time he stopped and got out, the horse wasn't there. And so he just shut the door and off, and he, off went. he went. Yeah. The horse was smart. He got away. He did. <laughs> he took off that And he now lives the life of luxury in Claremont with Dreamcatcher Rescue. Does he? Yes, he does. He gets loved on every day. Um, he's not necessarily rideable yet. We're not sure if he will be, but she's working with him every day to continue his physical therapy mm -hmm. to see if he'll eventually be in a place that he can he can be ridden. So talk about his recovery. So this happened in November of yes. last year? Yeah. So this has taken close to a year almost to, to get him fully recovered. He had to have the major surgery, which of course the fundraiser was amazing. I love how people come out for horses. Oh, I mean, it's inspiring. It is. It's, it is incredible, really. Yeah. It just shows how much people care. You know, yeah. this horse had a terrible plight, and he thought it was over, and <laughs> and probably everybody else when they saw him thought it was over. But yeah. um, fortunately, he he was saved, and and so through this recovery, as he had to have a lot of therapy and extra supportive care and all of that. We got him through the initial six weeks, uh, and we. We felt Lauren at Dreamcatcher had wanted him kind of all along, and she'd been very involved in this process. And so at six weeks, we said, all right, we feel pretty okay about it. We're, we're going to go ahead and bring him down to you. Unfortunately, there was a lingering infection in one of the joints, and as you can imagine, mm. I mean, there was asphalt in there, literally chunks of asphalt. In so his, so you're, you were just debriding it out. Mm -hmm. then. Yeah, and do. everything had healed up as, as best we could tell by uh, December. So we got him down there. Uh, just before Christmas, and probably a little bit the stress of transport. You know, he didn't. It's hard for them to tell us sometimes right. that oh, something hurts a little right. bit. So I always he, said it's much tougher to be a vet than a doctor because <laughs> they can't tell you where it hurts. They can't. <laughs> but sometimes I'm happy my patients don't talk back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's a positive to that. Yeah, as well. <laughs> exactly. So he ended up ha having to have a second surgery. Peterson and Smith did that. We are certainly blessed with great hospitals. Yes, we are indeed. So Peterson and Smith did that one where we did a second pretty invasive surgery. They pulled more asphalt out of his right knee. Um, yeah, gosh, more? impressive, more, yeah, and this possible? was much lower than where we had the initial injury, but I mean, he was just hamburger that first day, That's so, him. Oh my gosh. Uh, and he's recovered very well from that using a combination of, a, they're doing laser, they do a lot of massage on him, um, and then a lot of just low-level physical therapy, you know, walking around.
Getting doing in. a lot of walking. Yeah, getting yeah. In, just getting in fit yep. again. Exactly. Wow, so tell us, this This is interesting. What is this? Well, this. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> this <Speak>. is him. <laughs> I will be the Vanna White here. <laughs> so this is, uh, my latest book is called Adventures of the Horse Doctor's Husband. I bet and that's good. I want there's it. A, <laughs> there's a, it's a collection of short stories. It's a, a memoir of sorts about all of the... Uh, obviously, Highway, who's on the cover, but there's a, a lot of other wow. interesting things that have happened along the way that come to, with being married to a veterinarian. So, <laughs> can only you know. imagine <laughs> the life you live. Yeah, um, you know, some of it's, it's horse emergencies, some of it's rescue kittens, some of it's donkeys being bad. You know, it's just. Uh, <laughs> It's a <laughs> I mean, not that there's ever been a story of donkeys being good. No, I, yeah, that's true. They are usually rather naughty, aren't they? Right. Yeah. Um, so The Adventures of the Horse Doctor's Husband by Justin B. Long. I'm going to have to get that. Can I get that on Amazon? Uh, yes, you can. You can get it anywhere you buy books. Okay, good, because I, I think that might have some good stories in it. I have a feeling. Yep. It's got some, some behind-the-scenes stuff that will curl your toes. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful. And so Highway is a dream catches now, and and that's probably where he'll live out his life most likely that's our goal yeah, yeah. that's it's lauren's goal too and he's he's doing fantastic he's that's doing amazing fantastic. how old is he he's about 16 16 to 17 how yeah. amazing what yeah. a great story yeah. and he's he's pretty excited he's coming to um our open house on october 19th at spring hill equine and then he's also coming to the ocala jockey club for their Sunday events in November. Yeah, like that's yeah. It's very exciting. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. He's making some public appearances, trying to raise some funds, because it, it does cost a lot of money to, to keep doing all the things that he's got to, to do to, to continue healing his knees up. So. Absolutely, and, yes. Um, and trying to, trying to keep the donations coming in, because he's, he's surviving solely off donations. So That's everything wonderful. we can do. And part of what we're doing with this book is donating a lot of the funds that it's going to generate to help pay for, now, for his Did they ever care. find out what trailer he fell out of? They did, yeah. And the, the gentleman was charged with misdemeanor abandonment of animals. Good. Yep. It's about time they start charging people for this yeah, stuff. Really? I really yeah. want to see that. <laughs> really? Yeah. When I when I see things on Facebook about, you know, oh, it's going to be a felony for this and that and the other for a four-legged, I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. time, you know, yeah. it really is. It's yeah. time. They're, they're, they're our family. They do a lot for us. They, mm -hmm. I mean, my horse I've had for 26 years. He's 34. Oh, wow. my goodness. He's the love of my life. That's my, you know, that. that's my baby. And so he's my family. And mm -hmm. if anybody ever does anything to my family, they're in trouble. Right. <laughs> so that's where it should be, too, for yeah. these horses. And we got to stand up for them. You can't, they do. They do. And actually, funny enough, on the show after you, um, we have a weekly segment with Horses Without Humans. Mm. Yep. Um, with Yvonne, and um, we share a horse that needs to be adopted. Well, they have and 18 new ones that very much need to be adopted. I know, she yeah. was here with us the day wow. after they picked them up, and she calls it the Boneyard, and so we're helping her mm. with a lot of promotion to try to get those 19 horses as much help as possible. So, yeah, um, that's a wonderful organization. We love them. Yep, They're we fabulous. helped them rescue those 18. I was there that Good. Yeah. There you go, oh, then. Wow. It's a small world. It is Thanks. a small world. Well, you'll see them in a minute. <laughs> that was a very skinny horses. Oh, that's I know. For sure. She oh shared the videos and photos with me, and it almost made me cry my eyes. It's so hard to see that. Stuff. Oh, it's terrible. It's, uh, it's, it's heart wrenching. It's why? Why does it happen? Why does that happen? Yeah. Nobody answers that question. No. No. It's very difficult. But Highway is a wonderful story. And if you are going to come to the Ocala Jockey Club, well, you better just come to the Ocala Jockey Club for the event uh, this, this 14th to the 17th of November. 
Um, and is he going to be there on specific days? Um, he's going to be there on Saturday and Sunday for oh, sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Wonderful. So you will get to meet him on Saturday and Sunday at the Ocala Jockey Club. And hopefully we can get selfies with him. Um, those, those are important. <laughs> Bring a carrot for it. Bring a carrot and get a selfie with Highway. And he's so well known. There's almost nobody in the horse world who doesn't know who Highway is. We've tried very hard to make him the most famous horse in the world. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got some tough competition with Magic, the, um, the right. gentle carousel mm -hmm. mini yes. therapy horse. Yes. Yeah. We've got a little competition there. But uh, awesome, that, uh, awesome that you guys did what you did. Thank you. We, we all thank you for all of your efforts. And we wish you all the best, and everybody should get this book, and uh, that helps mm -hmm. Highway in a roundabout way as well. And it does. Uh, come out to the Ocala Jockey Club in November. I want to thank you both. All right, thank it's you. a real pleasure thank to you. meet you both. And uh, we're going to wrap it up. Um, you can follow Highway. You can you can follow what what's happening with Highway at, at Spring Hill, right? He's on uh, all of Spring Hill's social media stuff, and also Dreamcatcher Ranch has him. Dreamcatcher Ranch. So you yep. can follow all that on social media, so you can find out how Highway's doing. But mm -hmm. a miraculous recovery since November. We've heard some great stories between that and Wildfire, the uh, yes. the foal that was oh. burnt. Um, we've really been able to share with you some just some incredible stories of these horse. Uh, rescues and the wonderful people behind their survival and recovery so we're so thankful for them we got to wrap this segment up I want to thank you both again so much for joining us please come and see them at the Ocala Jockey Club I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and we'll be back in just a few minutes yeah how could you this hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala, in an all natural, non medicated feeding. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at seminolefeed.com. This show is sponsored in part by Ovation Helmets, the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today. For hot Florida summers, you can't do better than Ovation. Check them out at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for a safe, lightweight new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. 
All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. Thank you to Larson Farms, a broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. In the studio with me, Paulette Stout, my co-host, and we have a couple of repeat guests. They keep coming back for more. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they put up with me this many times. <laughs> we love it here. Oh, thank you. We have Horses Without Humans here. We have Yvonne Bartow and Jan Cephalo, and they have been with us before in the studio. And we've talked about what we are now calling the boneyard which is very sadly um, the case of almost 20 horses that were thoroughly abused starved and uh, on really on death's door when they were rescued and um, some of them had to be lifted up and, and helped to stand um, and almost be carried by people and be fed on the ground and it's been a, a, a traumatic time um, for horses without humans but they've done an incredible job and as of last time they were on the show, all had survived. Yvonne? Yes. Oh, yeah. All had survived. Yes. Round of applause. That's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. So tell us about the progress, how difficult it must be. You get them there. They're virtually on death's door. Last time you were here, you shared a little bit about how they were doing. Kind of fill us in. Well, they're, I think they're doing great. I mean, yeah, they're all gaining weight. Yep. Eating, they Everybody's been wormed, and that was a little bit of a worry. And uh, yeah, it is, isn't that. it? Because yeah, you just never know when the well. parasites start coming and out. They're eating their minerals, and so I think it's. I think they're really good. I mean, they're. Some of them are even starting riding and working, and I think one's our feature horse this week because he's uh, he's already in there. So yeah, that's have, incredible. Uh, yeah, they're great. They really that's are. That's amazing. And their personalities are starting to come out. We're starting to know who they are, and um, and we have the morning news. We have our news show from the farm every day before breakfast, and we talk to the boneyard. And they, uh, um, people are getting to know them, and they're getting to know them and ask about them. And if I don't put one on, they're like, hey, "Where's Eddie? We haven't seen Eddie yet, or Frosty, whatever." So yeah. they're keeping up on you. They are keeping That's up. That's fantastic. So, yeah, they're all falling in love with the boneyard horses. I think. Everybody Jen, is. talk about starting the training process with them. What, what kinds of things starting are you doing? Starting the training process yeah, with what them. What are you doing with? So them? with are they mostly these... started already under saddle or? So yes, we did get some background information on them and they all were 4-H uh, lesson horses. They've been in parades and Jeez. Western horses, wow. roping horses. Really? Hunter, yeah. We have a hunter jumper in the group. So when they get up to weight, um, then we're definitely going to go ahead and see if all those background stories are true. 
but yeah, with this, you can this have group, your of, out you this group of 17 that we have left, because I've adopted out two of them, we've adopted really? out two, yes, they found their homes. We're very proud of that. See, I've got goose pimples again. Petey, I love those. Petey the Paso. Petey the Paso. That's right. Yeah. Soldier. Yeah. So they both found their And their Trooper homes. has a foster. And he was one that was really older and thinner. And he's got a friend of mine that was a dressage rider. I used to do clinics at her place, Fran Eddie. She uh, fostered him, and she's probably going to adopt him. But he's got it made. He's in a big stall with five fans on him. And he was one of the most <laughs> emaciated. So he's got it made. He's a celebrity now. That's awesome. Yeah, he's got it made. That's incredible. So. so let's talk about Preacher. We got Preacher, don't we? We've got, we got photos, actually, of Preacher yeah. we can put up. Um, tell us about Preacher. He's looking for... To be preacher. He's a preacher. Yes, he is. He's a preacher. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did, did you name him? Got a good message. Did you name him or did they He come had with? a name. It was an awful name, so we didn't like it. So we had a naming contest <laughs> on what Facebook. What was his name? Chisholm. Chisholm? That's a silly name, so we didn't want that name. There he is right there. Look how there cute he, he looks. Look at his eyes. He's adorable. And he actually, sadly, has like, it looks like a, a wire mark around his neck, like he got hung by a wire or Aww. something, and it's a scar. Um, but he is really sweet. She stood up on him and rode him backwards and, uh, <laughs> yeah, slid off his butt, you know, and that's my granddaughter. We put her up there on him. He's he's a good riding horse. He's not an educated horse, Is it I don't an think. Arab or...? Uh, no, he's a big horse. He's a big, tall horse and a really good mover. He, I would have said he was like a quarter horse draft cross, but she said he's a straight quarter horse. But he's yeah. a tall horse. But he's oh, big. Tall, yeah, big, good body. One. Yeah, really nice sweet. Nice boy. And how old do we think he is? Teens. Yeah, late, te later teens he's or mid-teens. He's really good looking. And he's not in horrible weight now. He looks no. pretty good. Yeah. But he's a sound horse and he's got a really good trot. He's a good mover and he's sweet. Um, yeah, and he's had miles on him. You can so tell. He's very there's fine. my trail horse. That could be your horse. There you and go. he's pretty enough. Oh, there she is. See, she's doing flips off <laughs> Oh, him you see, and, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we have had a couple oh, of videos. Did you stand up on him on here? Oh, there she is. Oh, you're riding him backwards. Yes. Riding him backwards. Oh, And this was the first ride. We hadn't practiced any of this. What? We winged this it. This is my evaluation. Was this was our evaluation ride. It was not, we didn't train him. This is an evaluation ride. This was the evaluation yes. ride. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, he's a great guy. It makes you wonder how these horses all ended up with this lady that. You must have treasured him. She didn't have a hard hat on. I did. I did. Trust him. He's, he, he looks did. like a sweet boy. I think yeah, he's going he to be a, a great sweet. horse for somebody, and yeah. they all are. That's the thing. It's you know, but for the grace of God, you know, these horses, at least three or four of them would have been dead. I know Dr. Latcher knew. She was telling me like, if some of these aren't going to live, Yvonne. I'm like, they're living. They're all going to live. He was kind of be ready, be ready, you know, because it it was a bit scary. Yes. And and. Um, yeah, it was disheartening and scary at the beginning, but now, now we're on the other side. I'm just happy. I go in there and I'm like, you're all fine. So yeah, and now I'm amazing. not so worried. Now I don't run around the field looking for rain. But look if she's how nice there. those horses are for children I know. and for families. Well, you know, Tom Schmitz, you know, Tom Schmitz, a Common Sense Network here, the studio, you know, is his. Uh, that we that we do the show out of and he uh, he called me today and he said hey can you give me all that information again on horses without humans because people keep contacting me and saying hey you know Louisa keeps talking about those 19 horses how do we send stuff to them we want to send stuff to them and Tom's like can you give them all the information again how do I find them and what's the lady's name and I said absolutely I said so so apparently people like non-horse people it's like uh, people uh, drove all the way from Polk County today with hay cubes yeah with a I'm cubes, hearing like here, total outpouring of like yeah. of people who want to help you know and these and the people that contacted Tom a lot of them are non-horse people they're just big businesses in this area that heard it and said yeah you know heard it on the show and said that we want to bring stuff 
They're charming so, horses. They really are. So They're it's pretty really exciting. Charming. That, uh, it's like a magical field. You go out there and you just feel better. And um, yeah, I'm sure. don't you think that? Every I'm day sure we go out there and we've got the feeding down to a science and it's just <laughs> a great thing. We, everybody loves the boneyard horses. It is a science. <laughs> it is a science because, it a science. yeah, it is. It's, that's a funny thing. It'll be, we're making a documentary about them for the Equus Film Festival as well. And I'm yeah. going to Narrated. assist. Oh yes, she is. She is a narrator. I'm the narrator. And in the holiday show. Yes, I'm That's the holiday show. Well. She's going to be oh, in our holiday show. Yes, and I, the voice. I know the people. She'll be the voice. <laughs> yeah. She knows the people. I know so the people. Be and it's a benefit for the horses yeah. without humans. I would like to to participate. So would Oz. Okay. Yes. Then we're in. Everybody. Yes. Yes. We're going to be right we're in gonna, your We're going to raise a ton of money for them. Hmm. We're going to raise a ton of money. We're going to make it happen because they have these 19 and they've how many? 58 total, right? 56 right now. 56 now. So it was 58. But that's a lot. I can't remember people's names, but I can remember numbers. Of course, it's a lot. It's a ton. And she has 126 acres and she does dressage. And who's your dressage horse? Oh, well, Ray Meister. He's retired, though. Yes. He was a star. Ray Meister, Ray Brad Meister. Pitt. He was just Brad Pitt. We had our own Brad Pitt in the barn. Yeah, it was Ray. A real top wow. dressage horse. She, yeah, he's she great horse. dressage riders. But then she'll like Oz. She'll love Oz. Are you yeah. kidding? You have Gigi a horse, the dressage horse? A gypsy banner. Oh, he's well, the only one in the stars. Only one in the whole of. Yeah, we probably should have him in the holiday show. Yeah, he, he needs to be in there. He needs to be in the holiday show. He's very famous. Yeah, then he should be in there. Because and, he, and he would like to do that. He would like he to would love to do that. And <laughs> audiences love Gypsy Vanners. They yes, love Frisians. They, they have Andalusians. You they should see her on so here. I bet. I bet. Uh, so that would so be great. Yeah. I'm oh, all about so it. Real. I'm oh. in casting. Okay. So I say yes. <laughs> yes. He's in charge for that. We're going to get everybody in this holiday show. It's going to be a star-studded cast. Oz, we're going to have a It's going to be your website and how people find you. How do they find us? It's horseswithouthumans.org. Horses that is how you find us.org and then Facebook as then well. Then follow us on Facebook. It's Horses Without Humans Rescue Organization. And then we have Horses Without Humans Rescue Group. So that's just easier to share things. Yep. In the group. Yep. And how soon can people buy tickets for the holiday? Now. 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 Thinking of buying the tickets. They'll be calling me right away because people have been wanting to buy. Don't call me. Ticket sales. Buy them now because they're going to sell out by How many shows are there? Those can be three shows: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday show. What happens if you sell out? What happens if we sell we'll out? Another, we add another, another show. Weekend, I guess. We'll add another we'll show. We'll do a second encore. Do a New Year's yeah. one. <laughs> it is a great show. It's so fun. It's such a great holiday show. You got to check out. We yeah. see the photos and the videos and things. It's oh a, yeah, there's some. It's, it's a great amazing. show. I'm excited. The whole mm. thing's gonna be incredible. I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm so excited, and uh, and we're gonna do all we can to help make it, help make it happen. Yeah. Because uh, uh, what they do makes me cry and it gives me goosebumps. I know. I have to. I have to just really chill because it. I get so emotional about what y'all do. I really do. It's very difficult, and and we sure appreciate the people like you in in the world that make a difference. Yes. And if we can do something Abbott. to help you, yeah. that's exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. Well, great, because we always need help in any, many, many forms. But it's, it is the most fulfilling thing that I've done. It's amazing that I've been, a, you know, equine theater, Grand Prix rider, trained horses, worked on the racetrack, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Um, I, this is the most rewarding chapter of my life, I think, because you feel so good about looking at those faces. And I don't know why. I think this is actually what I was meant to do. You know, yeah, I have to be have credentials and I have to be, you know, decent enough and credible enough people will believe me when I talk about horses. But yeah. I think I was supposed to make life better for um, 
for these horses. I just feel like that's that's it now, and that's what I'm supposed she to do. She has a so. calling. They yep. have a calling already. Yeah. I love you both. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having us here again. Yes, horseswithouthumans.org. And on social media, Horses uh, Without Humans Rescue Organization. Uh, make sure you find them and like them and follow uh, all of their adventures and accomplishments. And um, hats off to them, uh, to the team out there, to the volunteers, to everybody who has got so involved with the Boneyard and who have learned to love the Boneyard yeah. uh, one at a time. And uh, please look at Preacher. If I don't get him first, um, consider him. Uh, he sounds like he'd make a lovely trail horse for somebody. And uh, he's looking good already. So we've got to wrap this segment up. I love having Yvonne and Jen here. If we don't have them here every week, we'll have them on the phone with a horse that is looking for a forever home with one of you guys. So make sure you tune in every week and check out the special horse that's looking for a home. Thank you to these guys and to Paulette. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We have Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch to wrap it up. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, I have co-host Paulette Stout. And on the telephone, we have joining us from California, from Earthsong Ranch, Jessica Lynn. Hi, Jessica. Welcome back to the show. Hi there. It's lovely to have you with us. I'm going to chat a little bit about EPM. Um, I don't even try to pronounce that. Uh, equine protozoal myelencephalitis. I think I just <laughs> I butchered it. I just, I just call it EPM. EPM, yes, there you go. And it is a master of disguise. Um, it's a very serious disease that's very hard to diagnose because its signs often mimic other health problems in the horse. And the signs can range from mild to very severe. Um, more than 50% of horses in the U.S. have been exposed to an organism that causes it. Mm -hmm. um, primary causative organism is this other word that I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a vet. You can tell sarcocystis neurona. And, right, um, that one too. <laughs> yes, that one too. Um, it, it is not a disease that's transmitted from horse to horse. Um, and it is definitely something that obviously you need to call a veterinarian in for diagnosis um, and make sure that you, um, you do that. But it is 
the host is mostly the possum, um, but it can also be skunks, armadillos, raccoons, sea otters, and things like that. But mostly it's the possum. But what we're going to talk about is once you've had a diagnosis um, from a veterinarian and you know what is going on and you've followed instructions from your veterinarian, Jessica Lynn has some um, holistic, and we like to talk about our holistic um, options that we have to um, support what you're doing with your veterinarian. So Jessica, talk to us a little bit about some of those options. Um, well, some of the options are one, prevention. Um, prevention with homeopathics works a lot, especially in areas where there are a lot of possums or a lot of cases of EPM. We carry a no-sode, which is a homeopathic immunization, really, and you give it just monthly for a couple of years to help to prevent the signs of it. Um, for treatment, though, um, it all depends on how severe the case is with the horse. Um, a lot of the veterinary medicines are very expensive and some people just can't afford it. But we have a homeopathic kit that has a liquid and a spray and you treat the horse for about six weeks. And pretty much we've taken care of most cases that have come to us with that. Wow. I also have a herbal blend. One of the herbs that really seems to work well with the protozoa is Pauliarco. Mm -hmm. But you can't just give that straight and think that that's going to be the only thing. Mm -hmm. um, like I said on one of our last shows, I cannot believe the amount of phone calls I'm getting this year with how many new cases of EPM have been discovered. Wow. A lot in Oklahoma, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, California. Um, it's a bad year for it. And a lot of the things that people don't realize, horses can be infected, yes, but never come down with it because their immune systems are very healthy. Mm -hmm. And you can keep your horse's immune system boosted with things like our equinezyme, vitamin C, vitamin E, maybe give them some echinacea during the fall. Um, that can help to, you know, really cause you a lot of heartache when your horse comes down with it. I've had a horse with EPM. It was the biggest heartbreak I've ever had in my life. Terrible. And she got three years old from a load of organic hay out of Colorado. It was full of possum poop, and we didn't know it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you uh, would never. The, and the vets out here didn't know what it was. And she was stumbling. Um, her back was sore. You know, there was all these weird things that I had never heard of EPM. And mm -hmm. then one day when the trimmer was there, he looked at her face, and the muscles on her face were atrophying, and she was having trouble chewing. Yeah. And that's when I called my holistic vet friend. I said, what? And he goes, oh, my gosh, she has EPM. Mm. So anyway, we treated her, took two treatments to cure her because it was so infested in her because it had gone on for so long because no one knew and they didn't test for it out here. So she went on you know, to live another good 10 years, and she was you know, healthy the whole time. So terrible it's, it's awful yes it's, it's it a is. horrible disease and it's horrible on the horses and terrible you know, like debilitating said, yes yes yeah. um, and you know it's it, the thing keep your barns area clean you know make sure that you pick up all of the feed stuffs that might you know attract a possum to come in at night and eat you know i just wrote an article for um horses hoof they're going to be publishing it this month about epm and about cushions because it's the two diseases that show up most in the fall Yes. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, all those things really help, you know, keep your hay covered if you can. They're going to look for places, especially, you know, in the, in the northeast and that where it's cold, not so much where you guys are, but they're going to look for places to nest in the winter. 
Yes. And they're going to look for barns. And yes. They can even, you know, if they're drinking out of the water trough and they accidentally happen to poop in there, they can spread it by the water in yes. the trough. Well, you know, and something else I want to mention as well is, you know, we have a couple of sponsors of this show who are very reputable. Um, and actually one gets hay from the other, and that is um, Seminole Feed Stores and Larson's Hay are both very yeah. reputable companies. And actually Seminole um, is, uh, a lot of their hay comes from Larson's. And one of the things, I mean, there is never a guarantee, obviously, but right. um, that, that a possum poop can't get into hay. But I can say that having dealt with those two companies my entire life, as long as I've been in America, I have found that the hay from them is very reputable. It's very clean. Sometimes you think you can go and buy some hay off the back of the truck on the side of the road, and oh, you, yeah, you're you thinking you're saving from. a few mm -hmm. bucks, you know, but you have no idea where that yeah. hay came from and if it was from a reputable com company. And you know what's nice about Larson's? Larson's hay comes in on the train from their farm to Larson's yeah. warehouse mm -hmm. here, and his train brings it, yes. you know, and so it's, it's really clean. And, and the same with Seminole Feed. And, you know, I think it's really important that you're buying your hay and feed from reputable companies and not, you know, kind of trying to save a few bucks. Sometimes you save a few bucks, but it costs you a lot more bucks, you know? And so yeah. I think but, that's something again, to, you know, to be aware of. Ten horses could be eating the hay that you bought, and only one may come down with EPM if it has you know, possum poop. In that's it. true. Well, you know what I found interesting, Jessica, when I was studying this a little bit? Um, uh -huh. I, I, the AAEP, which, of course, is a, a source for all of the good veterinarians in the country, yes. the AAEP has a wonderful wealth of knowledge. And there was a couple of things that I read in there. One was excellent nutrition, and it even mentioned supplementation um, to, you know, to even prevent your horse from getting EPM. But it also, exactly. it also mentioned the use of vitamin E um, yes. as well. So I was, because it's an antioxidant, and it's recommended to aid healing of and nervous tissue. We talked tissue. about the last time she was yes. on right. but, but, um, but also, um, Lisa, partly what happens is how I understand it with EPM is it affects the melon sheath of the nerves. Mm -hmm. And so vitamin E will protect that. In fact, one of our EPM kits has all of those elements in it. It has the herbal TX. It has the homeopathic TX. It has vitamin E. And I also make a product called Immune Boost. And it's things with golden seal and other, you know, immune boosting things. And that's also in the kit. And that's what most people buy from me. They will just sometimes buy the regular, you know, homeopathic treatment and have their own vitamin E. But I can tell you what we put together is, is what has really helped most of the horses out there. And I just have another call from Reading. I mean, another case of EPM today. Wow. That's definitely the time of year for that and the, and the metabolic issues to arise for sure. Mm -hmm. So be very aware um, of, of the surroundings your horse is in. Make sure, as Jessica mentioned, you are cleaning up around the, the buckets. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if your horse drops a lot of feed, you know, you might consider having the teeth checked, um, using a different yes. kind of feeder um, that minimizes the spillage and um, good rodent control, don't feed on the ground, keep your water tanks nice and clean, um, all those kind of things, and regular appointment with your equine veterinarian, very important, have a checkup if you have any concerns about EPM, and, and you can, uh, you know, there's quite a few symptoms, as I mentioned, they are similar to some other things yeah. that horses have, so the best bet is always to call your veterinarian out 
and uh, and get evaluated and find out what's going on. Jessica, I want to thank you very much. You can find Jessica Lynn at earthsongranch.com. She's always very happy to give you a nutritional consultation on the phone. You can also follow her on social media at Earth Song Ranch. Jessica, thank you again for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for a wealth of information. If you're concerned about EPM, she is definitely the one to reach out to for advice to help complement whatever you're doing with your veterinarian. Jessica, thank you for being with us. Um, we are coming to the end of the show. It's been a great show. We've covered a lot today. I'm always excited to share the latest in the horse world with you and, uh, and get that news out to you from the horse capital of the world. Paulette, thank, thank you. Until <laughs> the same time next week when we'll be back on the Horse Talk Show, I'm Louisa Barton. <laughs>